two weeks ago, I gave you a brief history of recessions in the United States. Was it a bit of a buzzkill? You bet. But what it showed us is that the economy is cyclical, and recessions are a natural part of that cycle, decade after decade and century after century. Welcome to episode 106 of This Shit Works, a podcast dedicated to all things networking, business development, and relationship building. I'm your host, Julie Brown, and today I am discussing financial tips to help you prepare for the upcoming recession. This episode is sponsored by Nickerson, a full-service branding, marketing, PR, and communications agency with team members in Boston, Los Angeles, Miami, and New York City. Visit them at nickersoncos.com. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. So here's where we are. Inflation is at a 40-year high. Gas prices are through the fucking roof, being at $5 a gallon, even though they're starting to come down now. It still hurts. It's still way too high. The stock market is giving me belly flops. Cryptocurrencies are crashing. None of it looks good, which is why most analysts believe that if we aren't already in a recession, we will be soon. The first thing I want you to remember is that recessions don't last forever. In general, they last about 11 months. So we just need to prepare ourselves for about 11 months of shit. I think we can do that together. Since I'm not a financial expert and this is not a financial podcast, if you want that, go over to Sew Money with Farnoosh Tarabi. I'm leaning on a recently published article in the Washington Post that lays out seven tips to financially prepare yourself for this recession or any other upcoming recessions you might face. One. Don't be afraid of the bear market. A bear market is defined as a 20% drop from a recent high. Yes, recently, the S&P 500 index slid into a bear market. The average duration of a bear market since about 1950 is roughly 418 days, according to Anthony Saglambene, a global market strategist for Ameriprise Financial. Just shift your view a little bit and look at this as an opportunity if you're a long-term investor, Saglambene said. Like my fiduciary friend Francesca says, when they're crying, I'm buying. Look at it as a way to invest in the market when the price of stocks dip or fall. Two, don't try to time the stock market. A lot of folks may want to get out of the stock market or reduce what they're investing until things get better. That is the definition of trying to time the market. Remember, the stock market is a long-term investment strategy, and you need to look at it as such. Three, get rid of credit card debt now. If you can, pay off all your credit cards. The interest rate on the credit card is only going to go up as the general interest rate increases. If you can't pay off your debt, See if you can qualify for a 0% interest card. That 0% won't last forever, but it may buy you some extra time in order to pay off the debt. Four, stockpile savings, meaning save the extra money you have. This might mean putting off vacations, home improvements, or other large purchases. I always remember Susie Orman saying that you should have enough money in savings to pay for 6 to 12 months of expenses just in case anything should happen. A recession, losing your job whatever. 
So calculate your monthly spend. Then look at your savings and see how long you could pay for those monthly expenses should you lose your income. Most financial peeps would suggest you have a year of savings that you can liquidate, meaning that you can have on hand to spend. Five, establish a backup to your emergency fund. Essentially, where can you go for additional funds in a pinch, like having a home equity line of credit that you could tap into? Think about taking one out in advance so that it is there for you should you need it. Six, don't underestimate the power of having bonds in your retirement portfolio. Typically, when stocks are down, bonds balance out your stock holdings. In previous recessions, bonds have held up better than nearly any other market segment. And seven, potentially get a side gig. Even with all the shit hitting the economy right now, everyone is still looking for employees. There are a record number of job openings right now, but as we have seen with every other recession, unemployment will increase and will follow the recession. Even if you don't need the money right now, it may be a good time to get a second job or find work in the gig economy to boost your income and savings. So there you have it. Seven tips to help you financially prepare for the upcoming recession. Some of the tips are easier to implement than others. I understand that. But as someone who has been through a recession or two, being prepared for and anticipating events is always better than being caught off guard or blindsided by them. We know it's coming. So with that knowledge, we can begin to prepare now because it's always better late than never. Okay. Onto the drink of the week, where I have found a neat little cocktail called the Recession Depression, which just goes to show that there is a cocktail for absolutely every theme of this podcast. Here's what you're going to need. 1.5 ounces of absolute citron, half an ounce of triple sec, half an ounce of lemon juice, and two dashes of lime cordial. Combine all ingredients in a shaker with ice and strain into a cocktail glass. All right, that's it, friends. As always. Thank you so much for being here. Please remember to share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd be so kind as to leave a review, that would be amazing too. Until next week, cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works.